0: hello and welcome to camera eats first my name is devin and i'm Catherine. and together we are two market girls we run a vegan youtube channel and a blog and this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism how we run our blog and make our recipes our favorite food content and sometimes we do the news the vegan news we report we share opinions unsolicited (laughs) And just talk about what's happening in the vegan world, mostly just so that we can stay on top of it. (laughs) Yes. There's so much that goes on. Yeah. Although we have a few stories today and then we have one bigger story that we're just gonna dive into. Yeah. All right, let's do the news. This is Plant-Based News with Kat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news, are dairy-free baby bell and laughing cow cheeses coming to the U.S.? We got the scoop. And by we, <laughs> I mean veg news because that's where this story is coming from.
1: Yeah, that's where a lot of our vegan news comes from. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it was sometime last year that we found out that, you know, maybe some dairy-free baby bells were in our future. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, if you're in the U.S. at least that future might be march
1: yeah and like i'm not gonna lie like of any cheese that could be veganized i feel like without being able to tell it's baby bell really why do you think that because it kind of just tastes like rubber anyways
0: like yeah, it's got no, it doesn't weird. have
1: like a classic cheese texture <laughs> like it's just like it tastes like some vegan cheeses taste like or not taste it the texture to me is similar to vegan cheese texture
0: I mean, they describe it as a tangy mozzarella cheese with a bouncy bite.
1: Is baby the bouncy?
0: Well, I think that's the texture. That is pretty that firm. It it is, but like something about the the shape of it, the roundness, gives it almost a bounce. Are they saying
1: it's bouncy because it's like a ball and you like just you could literally
0: it? bounce it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, we're going to test the bounceability. ability. Is that,
1: that, that what determines if something's <laughs> bouncy, if you can literally bounce it?
0: That's actually what's taken so long, is the bounce <laughs> test. <laughs> it's been a year of
1: bounce testing.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it sounds fun.
1: But I feel like, like, Baby Bells and, like, like classic American cheese, like, processed American cheese, is, like, the two cheeses that I'm, like, not worried about. Like, I feel like they would taste just as good vegan
0: <laughs> i mean i'm sure they'll be happy to hear that even though they have spent a lot of time trying to get it exact <laughs> catherine so honestly
1: i i don't know i've never been into a baby bell and been like oh this is really good like i like baby bells <laughs> i'm not trying to shit on baby bells. <laughs> i think you but are like, but like it's not one of those things that's like i always considered it just like a really cheap processed cheese mm. that it's almost kind of like you know when people do tests on like chicken at fast food restaurants and it comes back as like half soy and you're like oh yeah there's always something kind of off about that chicken (laughs) because it doesn't taste like when you buy a chicken at the store (laughs) this is kind of what baby bell is like to me i'm like yeah that could be half not dairy
0: (laughs) okay well i'm now I'm even more curious to try it I'm not sure I accurately remember what it's supposed to taste like anyways but I think because it is one of those things from childhood there's a lot of nostalgia around it for people yeah so I think that's why they're like we gotta make sure we get this right and I like that they also took the time to be like we're gonna wrap the dairy-free ones in green wax so that you never get them mixed up I like that yeah
1: I I feel like Baby bells are one of those things. Everyone's going to be excited about this because baby bells are one of those things when you opened your lunchbox and saw one, you got so excited about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that
1: in like cheese string.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was always like, why did they sell them in such a small pack? Like <laughs> I, you and I both had two other siblings that we probably yeah. had to share all these baby bells with. So yeah. like that's not enough. Exactly. No. And so these have actually been, they introduced them first in the UK. Yeah. Pretty standard. So Classic. they've been there yeah. since January first, I think. At same twenty twenty one or of twenty twenty two? It doesn't specify, so it makes it sound like twenty twenty two. Okay. So for like a, a a month. Yeah. They've been out. Haven't heard anything, but also haven't been listening for anything.
1: I have not been staying up to date on my <laughs> British vegan news.
0: No, but I do try. <laughs> um, and Baby Bell is also owned by the same company that made the makes Boursin, oh yeah so and that, already...
1: they have a good track record of vegan cheese
0: exactly what i'm saying like they, like they do one this... out of one yes they are one for one <laughs> <laughs> and that one was one that they teamed up with um follow, follow your, your, heart, your right?
1: heart yeah
0: yeah to make their dairy free Boursin. now in this article they are i think they're specifically not going into details about what it's made out of which i'm kind of okay with
1: Yeah, I don't really care what, to be honest, I'm not eating a baby bell because of what it's made out of anyways. As long as it's vegan, I'm going to eat it.
0: Well, yeah, more just like to compare it to other cheeses. Like, oh, what have you done differently that other cheeses haven't tried to get that bouncy bell?
1: I wonder if it's going to be like if nuts are going to be in it. Like it's going to be nut free. I would assume it's going to be nut free because I don't know how, like a nut cheese isn't necessarily (laughs) bouncy. Mm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any kind of, like, nut-free labeling on their packaging, but I don't. To be honest, tell.
1: I'm going to assume a good chunk of the base is going to be coconut oil to, like, firm it up.
0: Yeah, if they maybe are still consulting with, like, Follow Your Heart. Yeah. there Theirs is coconut oil oh, and canola okay. oil.
1: But what I don't know if you want to continue with Baby Bell, but what I'm really excited about is Laughing Cow.
0: I was just going to say, we <laughs> have to talk about the other product that is in the works.
1: Yeah. Laughing Cow isn't a cheese that I had as a kid much, like at all. Oh, I didn't okay. have it until like high school, but it's so good.
0: Oh my gosh, those things were the best. Those little triangles, and they're so creamy. They're I so like the good. Opening one, and then just like, Eating with a cracker. Oh my God. You just it, eat it with or your finger. Just eating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, what even was it? It was a mix between cream cheese and solid cheese. Is that what it was? Like in my head. It yes. was almost like cream cheese. It was like
1: gelatinous cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're not selling it, but.
1: It's so good
0: though. <laughs> Again, such a specific flavor and texture. Yeah. And so in this article, they do, they say that. The formulation has yet to be finalized, but they've been exploring stuff. You know, maybe some oat milk, maybe some stuff. Oh, oat milk. Well, you don't know. You don't know. Oat milk. Work. What does
1: laughing cow cheese taste like? <laughs> I, I know. only remember the creamy texture. I don't remember anything about
0: the flavor. Do you think that's the same thing that you basically said about baby bell? Yeah, I guess
1: that's true. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think baby bell tastes like anything. I think it's just fun to eat.
0: either way we're not getting laughing cow until at least 2023
1: oh so a while we got a while
0: yeah yeah so first we'll explore the baby bells, and then we'll have the laughing cow
1: laughing cow is such an interesting cheese they don't sell it in like bigger containers right like is that just cream cheese (laughs)
0: like it you mean it always comes in the triangles yeah the little tiny triangles
1: because like imagine like i feel like laughing cow would be a really good cheese to make a dip with But, like, imagine opening up a bunch of those little triangles.
0: (laughs) Oh, that does seem a little bit extra.
1: It seems really excessive.
0: (laughs) But you're right. That would probably make a really good dip. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate that they don't sell it in a tub. I wonder why. There must be something about the texture
1: is it honestly is it because it's cream cheese and they're just like we didn't change anything it's just in a triangle now
0: yeah but why is it so shiny do you remember how shiny oh yeah it is? is
1: shiny yeah like there's
0: something going on there yeah <laughs> it glistens
1: this is another uh we need to get down to the bottom of weird shiny plasticky cheeses see the baby bells have to bounce and the yeah. laughing cows have to have to shower. have a shine or, or shine like a freshly polished
0: floor so we'll keep our eyes peeled. I mean, we're not in the States. Nobody said anything about Canada getting it anytime soon. So we will see if other people are eating it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in five years when we potentially get it.
0: Although we did get Borson pretty early. We got
1: it almost like almost at the same time as the States, I thought.
0: Yeah, so maybe there's hope. Maybe.
1: Yeah, especially with like is Laughing Cow the same company as Babybel? I think so. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah. Maybe.
0: Okay, we're going to move on to something else. Unique, let's say. If you are going to Ikea for a job interview, (laughs) you might not just be offered a job. You might also be offered some 3D printed vegan meatballs. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, they're hiring a bunch of people, 150 people. And as part of the interview process, they are serving up some never before seen 3D printed (laughs) vegan meatballs. Yeah, Is that something we need? I... Like no, I don't know.
1: I feel like people are just 3D printing things because it's like the new thing to do. But I'm like, why is this necessary?
0: <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that, I f- 3D printing, yes, but also the whole um, lab-grown meat thing. Mm-hmm. Like when I was scrolling for articles, there's so many stories about lab-grown meat right now.
1: People just really want to eat meat, and I don't really get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like why? I don't know what the cost or environmental benefits are of 3D printing the meat versus something like Beyond or Impossible.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: So it's interesting. I don't know if it's just a gimmick, but uh, it's part of their recruitment campaign. I don't, like, does that draw people in to like, oh, I want
1: to work at Ikea because they're 3D printing vegan meat?
0: Well, and it's not just like you're going to work helping assemble and sell ikea furniture it's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> do work thing? printing the vegan
0: no it sounds like it's some sort of um creative ideation position Wait, they're, they're
1: hiring 125 people in the same position
0: 150 people i think
1: dang i want that job that's kind of cool
0: yeah it says it's a ikea just launched a taste of the future recruitment campaign to fill 150 innovation and technology roles in europe so this is europe-based sorry
1: everything is europe-based
0: sorry we're not getting any 3d meatballs here is this a is this picture what they actually look like (laughs) because
1: do they not look good
0: no Uh,
1: i want to see it looks
0: too okay it looks like a beat that has like been oh no um (laughs) peeled so it's like doesn't have the skin on it but it also has very perfect lines around it like ridges
1: oh. is it in the article
0: yes that can't be it
1: because <laughs> what you're saying is the look of it would not entice people oh my god it looks like it's oh it's horrible it's horrible that can't I don't be right like it. i hope that's not true this looks like it looks out of like a science it's a screenshot taken movie. from a video yeah I hope this is not right. I wouldn't eat something that looks like that. No, I don't. <laughs> Especially if they're like, this is 3D printed meat. I'd be like, mm, I, I think I'll just stick with regular vegan meat. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, that does look 3D printed. No, thanks.
1: I don't know. This is, this might be too much technology for me right now. I can't handle this right now. We are getting so much technology in the last few years that I don't know if I'm ready for 3D printed vegan meat.
0: No, me neither. So the, the meatballs will not be hitting Ikea bistro menus anytime soon.
1: Because they need to figure out the design still. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. because already And they already have these other plant-based options. But they've just been figuring out more innovative and sustainable ways. Now, what are these made out of? They already have really good vegan meatballs. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with the ones they have? They're really yummy. God, this all just sounds so strange. Ikea will provide a literal taste of the future by serving vegan meatballs prepared with a 3D printer, which has been programmed to recreate the flavor, texture, and appearance of meat, but without any animal products.
1: So wait, is from what I'm understanding in this article, the 3D printer is what's necessary to get the texture? I guess. Because like, what's the difference between, because they have to feed something into the 3D printer, yeah. which is whatever the meat's made out of. Yeah. So what's the difference between just forming them into balls and actually print, extruding them through a printer?
0: I don't, I don't know. It's all. Science. <laughs> so if you want to go ahead and if you in yeah. Europe and you want to <laughs> apply for one of those jobs. Go for it. Let us know um, how the meatballs are. Yeah. You might not get the job, but you might get a meatball.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's worse. Thing. Like, most of the time, you just don't get a job. You don't also get a meatball. So, like, I'm kind of okay. I would love snacks from so your like, job rejections.
0: <laughs> so, a three D printed meatball is still better than no meatball, is what you're saying? I
1: think so. <laughs> wow. Okay, I wasn't sure if you would agree because you were kind of like really skeptical. I don't know. At least like you got something. Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't mean to, like, bring up any sad feelings for people, but this photo of this weird printed meatball just reminds me of the movie Okja.
0: Oh, it does. Go back to that episode and listen to our commentary on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> or it looks like something out of Black Mirror.
1: Yeah, yeah. This whole screenshot <laughs> looks like something out of Black yes. Mirror. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's not sighted at all, so I don't know where it's from. <laughs> We are gonna to link to the articles in the show notes if you wanna look at this strange picture. You know what? Let's move let's move on to a story that is happy and inspiring and awesome. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about black owned vegan bakery Southern Roots and how they are raising a hundred thousand dollars to keep up with the demand. Now, I love the story behind this bakery. Cause it really just has like that story where someone just started making something and then people liked it so much that they had to like keep making it i love that yeah so it's run by this couple kara and marcus pitts and they were inspired to create the business after watching the documentary what the health and they decided to go vegan and then as kara was taking care of her grandmother she began recreating the family's southern treats but making them vegan are you looking at the pictures oh my god they look so good right like this first
1: photo with the cookies in this lemon cake i want everything in the picture
0: (laughs) Yeah, right now yeah um so they actually they started in 2018 and right away they kind of got a boost because tabitha brown talked about them and then everyone wanted their food obviously and then you know covid happened so that kind of fizzled things for a little bit and then thing you know with the pandemic there's been waves so they've had the peaks and they've had the valleys and the peaks and the valleys and they've made it through thankfully they've made it through the pandemic like they're still able to be in business they've raised this money and throughout all of that they've been able to donate to charities and local food banks to help support especially during the pandemic so yeah it's just such a good feel-good story and like the food looks
1: so good Mm -hmm. honestly these like these photos look so good
0: yeah like these little bunt cakes
1: yeah like it can be difficult to make like to make photos that are truly like jewel jewel worthy but like you see you can see how good these things are
0: now i don't think that they at least not yet are beyond just san antonio texas I don't know how far, how big their range is right now. If you're in San Antonio, Texas or nearby, see if you can try some of this stuff. (laughs) And hopefully um, with the funding that they're receiving, they can grow. Yeah. And more people can try these amazing desserts. And I love that they're based on family recipes too.
1: Yes. Yeah. It adds just such a like homey vibe to it it's not like these curated recipes it's just no this is what my grandma used to make
0: yeah and like you've done that too where you're like i thought when i went vegan i'd never be able to have these same foods that i had in my childhood and then when you are able to make them it's so satisfying and so much more special So
1: satisfying yeah
0: yeah so the couple's just really excited to see where they can go like a lot of this was just like crowdfunding that has helped them get there the $100,000 they aim to raise in 60 days through their Indiegogo campaign will go towards hiring more staff, reducing the debt from the pandemic, sourcing new packaging, and expanding their marketing budget. So yeah, if you're able to, go back this campaign so that we can help them grow. And oh my gosh, they talk about some of the things that they make, like our red velvet or lemon drop donuts, volcano cakes, or Mary Lee's lemon bunt cake. Yes, please. Okay, we are going to skip to another story. This time we're going over to New York City. All of our, a lot of our, we don't have any Canadian stories today. I'm sorry.
1: No, so sorry. I'm sorry. Not a lot happens in Canada sometimes. Canada's also like really depressing right
0: now, so. There's some good chicken stuff happening, I will say. Oh, yeah. There is some good chicken stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vegan chicken stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in New York City, they're launching Vegan Fridays at schools as the USDA announces new nutrition Ooh. standards. So a lot of this, it comes from the fact that the new mayor in New York, Eric is Adams. Is maybe vegan. M- may <laughs> describes himself as plant-based? Or- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
1: don't know actually how he describes himself. but
0: (laughs) That's what it it says in some places. Um, But he's really pushing for, quote unquote, healthier diets for kids to help. I think he says fight off other diseases or health problems. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little bit intense. He's like, I'm thrilled to see that all students will now have access to healthy foods that will prevent debilitating health conditions.
1: Super intense.
0: It's a little bit extreme. Yeah, we Eric. could just
1: be like, you could just be like, it's great that they're going to be eating more vegetables. That's all you need to say. <laughs>
0: exactly, because yeah. you know, some people in the vegan movement were inspired by the fact that lunchtime meals, especially probably in American schools, were a lot of processed food. Whether it was vegan or not, it was processed. Yeah. So the further the, you can of, move, a lot of like
1: pizza, burgers, yeah, dogs, yeah, the so,
0: so the further you can move away from that, whether it's fully vegan or it's just like working its way to vegan or just getting a better balance
1: you know yeah like you can have pizza but like there should also be other options aside from pizza and hot dogs and burgers
0: yeah and like a lot of this article and this announcement and this decision is backed in health reasons but i feel like we should kind of be talking about the environmental reasons of wanting to do that too that should also be an incentive especially for different areas working it into their legislation
1: yep i agree work
0: out some benefits there for them doing that because that's important too there are
1: so many benefits to vegetables eat more vegetables everybody
0: (laughs) (laughs) more vegetables less 3d printed meatballs
1: more vegetables more better
0: more and better okay we are going to move on to our main newsmaker
1: of the episode oh i'm so excited to talk about this
0: oatly what Oatly. are you doing? <laughs> oh, Oatly. What's going on
1: over there?
0: Um. So, when was this posted? Three days ago on Instagram. I'll put the link in the show notes. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read the caption, and then we'll describe the pictures. Yeah. It's come to our attention that we're a company, and because we're not technically human, we can't wear our hearts on our sleeves, as we don't have sleeves. So we hired a model to wear a jacket with long sleeves that painstakingly sewed on 16 patches to show you how we feel does that actually work probably not was it fun to do yep can corporations have fun even when they can't have feelings apparently are we thankful you're still here reading this always okay first of all this is my first time reading that caption it's possibly worse than what's on the jacket yeah or... no, the caption what is the not
1: heck? good <laughs> no offense to who wrote it absolutely no offense being a social media manager or a coordinator or a strategist, whatever you're doing, is a stressful job.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It's not easy.
1: Absolutely no offense to whoever had to write it. But it's a cringy caption. <laughs> and,
0: and like really, it never had a chance because of what it's talking about. Yeah. So these patches that are on this denim jacket that you see in the picture basically celebrate being vegan only for your morning coffee or your breakfast. Yeah. Mostly just your morning coffee. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they're really leaning into the fact that like, oh, I'm vegan when I drink my coffee.
1: Yeah. That's basically, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> um and I will say so it's a carousel of three images and it just gets worse as you go through it.
0: <laughs> Do you want to read some of your favorites? Do you have some favorites?
1: I mean, favorites in the worst kind of way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um activist-ish.
0: Yeah. I mm-hmm. hate it
1: with all Everything in my body. Where is it? The 100% vegan 10% of the time. I despise this. Uh, Part-time vegan till I die. Also despise this. And the worst one I think we both agree on is the justice for planet Earth from 8 to 9 a.m. What? It's horrible. I want to start this off with a disclaimer that we are not those vegans that try and police the term vegan. Like, whatever you can do is better than doing nothing. I am a firm believer in that
0: oh my gosh so much like I am always saying you don't have to be fully vegan you don't have to be perfect vegan but this is like too far this is almost like
1: oh you're drinking oat milk in your coffee you're doing everything you possibly can great you don't need to do anymore yeah (laughs) like you're doing a heck of a great job you did it you're an activist (laughs) You're saving the planet one cup of coffee at a time.
0: I think especially ter- um, pairing it with activist feels yeah. like
1: extra extreme. Especially, the, the this is why the justice for planet Earth one makes me so angry because they recognize the fact that our planet is in crisis. But they're like, but yeah, if you only do it for an hour a day and care about your impact on the planet, that's good enough. <laughs> I can't, I I like literally can't handle this post. I don't know who, who at the company was like, this, this is a great idea.
0: This one, this is, they made like, how many patches? They said 16 patches. They made 16 patches. Um, Who is this for?
1: I don't know. This, honestly, I was reading a few of the comments because understandably so, a lot of people are angry about this Um, with very few people who are like, no, I actually love this. Um, but a lot of people are angry and I was reading through the comments a little bit and someone was like, who is this for? And then someone replied, I don't have an exact quote, but someone was basically like, this is for the people that drink oat milk or non-dairy milk in their coffee and want to feel like they're doing everything they possibly can and they're doing the best they can. Like they just want to be like, oh, I'm doing this. So there's nothing more I can do. And they just want to pat on the shoulder, even though they're doing the bare minimum.
0: Yeah, I hate that they kind of ruined that because like switching to a non-dairy milk especially maybe in your morning coffee is kind of a really good first step a really easy first step and now they've kind of ruined it by associating it like this because like I would totally celebrate that be like that's great to hear I love that you're doing that but now Oatly is all like good you're done on to the next now who can we talk to next
1: I just feel like in the way that they did it they just completely like (laughs) shit on the people who are really trying to as much as they possibly can lessen their impact on the environment their impact on the animals they like just discredit veganism so much I feel like with this one it seems like such a simple post but I feel like in my eyes and maybe only vegans see it this way I feel like it just discredits what veganism is when you're just like oh no you have oat milk today
0: you're a vegan (laughs) Uh, yeah actually i'm kind of curious what other people think about this vegan and not vegan i mean from the comments i think you can get some ideas but you know comments are a dangerous place to get any ideas from um but it's also let's just like oatly why do you always do this like last was it last year that they had that super bowl ad yeah and hopefully they're not this isn't like some early Super Bowl thing they're doing. And then they're also going to have an ad this year. Like I don't know why they keep having to do terrible advertising campaigns. They're already so popular too. Yeah, this is
1: like we talked about this too when I sent you this post. It's like I don't even know what, what the goal is here because of any of the non-dairy milks. Oat has been the one that has been able to capture dairy milk drinkers so easily. Yeah. Like so many people get oat milk in their coffee or their lattes or whatever it is, even if they're not vegan.
0: Yeah, oat milk has gone mainstream faster than other, any other milk, I think.
1: For at least in our memory and in our lifetime. But like, I don't, I just, I don't get it. This is not something you needed to do. <laughs>
0: From 8 to 9 a.m.
1: Like to me that that reads, I know that the planet is dying, but I don't want to give up anything
0: else but I can only give you an hour. <laughs> yeah. So. so
1: planets suck it up. Sorry. And also, so some of my favorite comments, and again, I don't have exact quotes, but people are like, so like this 100% of vegan 10% of the time, that's pretty much any human on planet Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like there's no person that is 100% eating meat all of the time. Even the most hardcore meat people, they're not eating meat all the time.
0: You would be in pain.
1: Like, if you just had orange juice instead of coffee in the morning, all of a sudden, you're what? You did is, it. That's the same thing?
0: Yep. Like, I just, I don't understand. <laughs> They're oversimplifying it. And I, are they just doing this for attention so that we'll talk about them? Probably. Like,
1: that was my thought, too. After I, like, was like, what the hell is this? What's going on? I don't understand. And then I was like, but, like, did, did it work? Was this the goal? Yeah. <laughs> Did they just want people to talk about them in any way possible?
0: And I was just going to say, it's interesting that this comes out now because a couple weeks ago in the UK, they got in trouble for some of their marketing campaigns. So is this like distracting but still terrible? Or is this just like not reading the the room at all? It's
1: like the, the... Okay, and I hate to tie... Again, I think there's been a lot of problematic things coming out of Oatley in the last few years and yeah. the parent company that now owns them yeah um, but it feels like the same way when you saw the pattern when Trump was president where so- he would do something ridiculously stupid and then everyone's talking about it so he'd just say something stupid so people would forget about the actually really bad thing he did. this is this, it feels like that
0: right? Like when <laughs> I went to look up because this was just an instagram post three days ago so i was like are people talking about this instead i found what people were talking about a couple weeks ago which is these advertising campaigns that got pulled because they weren't using their statistics correctly when talking about how much co2 and things like that are saved or spent for different industries like dairy versus plant-based yeah and so they they got in trouble because they were misleading consumers and they had take some of that stuff down
1: yeah oatly has been i feel like a sea of problematic since they were bought by what was it blackstone Blackstone? or
0: something yeah and yet they're they have investments from oprah winfrey yeah oprah did you see this
1: oprah i think you should back out
0: yeah i don't (laughs) think you want your name with theirs
1: um yeah no oatly is just (laughs) always a weird one I don't know how to describe Oatly, but I just want to uh, shout out yes. uh, Zachary Bird
0: We I <laughs> think Instagram. we should link to his reaction.
1: Yeah, his reaction is actually how I found out about this because we don't follow Oatly on Instagram, um, but it's <laughs> actually how I found out about this. And it's honestly the one of the funniest things that has come out of this mess that Oatly made.
0: It's <laughs> so good. We'll link to it in the show notes so you can go watch his reaction to this.
1: Yeah. It's like the patches. only good thing that came out of this Oatly post. Yeah, truly. <laughs> it's so funny. And also one of his comments on the posts is like so dear to my heart. It's I take this opportunity to once again pledge my pledge my allegiance to soy.
0: <laughs> and that's what we're here for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're team soy. Soy is joy. Yeah. Although I I mean what am I saying? I have oat milk, almond milk, and soy milk in my fridge right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a vegan i am all over the place yes <laughs> and loving it
1: <laughs> but not Oatly in your fridge so
0: oh god no <laughs>
1: um but yeah so Oatly's in crisis <laughs> someone <laughs> needs to go help Oatly. and i don't think they know it <laughs> yeah i don't think they know it they're uh, in crisis they need some help
0: <laughs> can that be the name of this episode
1: Oatly is <laughs> in crisis <laughs> yeah look out for the super bowls coming up honestly i'm so nervous
0: are they gonna do something is that i
1: (sighs) but like okay so like remember that ad the oat milk is like milk but for humans or whatever as cringy as it was i feel like this is such a opposite step from that campaign because that campaign is a very vegan campaign they said it's milk but for humans yeah implying that dairy milk is not for humans because it's for baby cows, which is a true statement. As cringy as the delivery of the message was. That's a very vegan thing to say. And then they did like a whole 180 and are like, as long as you're drinking oat milk, we don't care what else you do.
0: Yeah. Which then it also doesn't make sense because in those advertising campaigns that they got in trouble for, they were talking about things like CO2 emissions and reducing harm on the environment. Yeah i feel like these patches also don't add up with that message i don't know they're in crisis (laughs) they are in crisis (laughs) okay well uh looking forward to baby bell and yeah
1: yeah (laughs) and laughing cow
0: yeah and hopefully we won't have any more oatly news (laughs) fingers crossed if anybody applies for a job at ikea in europe let us know about those meatballs (laughs) yeah
1: those odd shaped meatballs
0: and uh Again, if you want to check out any of these articles, we will link them in the show notes. That's going to be it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's The Way the Oatly Crumbles. (laughs) It's been a while since we did a news segment, and I would like to thank Oatly for inspiring this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) This Oatly was something you just, we couldn't not talk about it.
0: Exactly. And you know what? Before we go, I'm going to throw in the Canadian vegan chicken news. I just want to say it seems like (laughs) KFC is like really pushing their plant-based chicken again. They're like advertising the popcorn chicken again, so I hope it's back. I might have to go find out. Mary Brown's now has vegan chicken. Also, I think 7-Eleven has some vegan chicken. Like it's just popping up everywhere
1: and while we're talking about vegan chicken they're not necessarily new but if you live in hamilton and want to support local rather than giant corporations there is a place called bring me some that makes vegan chicken and it is the most delicious thing that i've ever had they do popcorn chicken as well so good and they make the most delicious vegan honey i've ever had in my life oh snap like eat- hutch too hutch tried it he's like this this tastes like honey. Like he ate it and thought it was actually honey. I was like, no, this isn't actually honey. This is vegan honey. Can you buy
0: just the honey?
1: Yeah, you can buy it at Coven in Hamilton as well. They have it like regular honey and they have uh, hot honey.
0: It's so good. Oh my gosh. I kind of want some. I'll bring you some. That's what the restaurant's called.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bring me some. But no, so good. So if you want to support local and you live in Hamilton or you're in the area, highly recommend it. But otherwise, KFC, Mary Brown's. But I think Mary Brown's buns aren't vegan.
0: Watch out. Sneaky stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. If you want to check out any of our vegan recipes, we're at twomarketgirls.com or girls on YouTube and all the socials. You can find us there. We're good at promoting our stuff 10% of the time.
1: Yes. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.